As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option. Vital Nutrients' line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, ensuring maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of Ultra Pure Omega-3 Solutions. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekend program where we run down all the most important health stories of the week. Plus, we answer your questions. 877-726-8255 gets you directly into the doctor's office and you can pose a question or share a comment. We've got lots of time this beautiful weekend to uh, have a conversation with you and provide you with useful information on behalf of the health of your family and yourselves. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, we got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, monkeypox. We're going to talk about uh, COVID, of course. Uh, COVID's not going away. And uh, we're also going to talk about uh, an interesting story that talks about what percentage of U.S. adults have good cardiometabolic health. Do you think you have good cardiometabolic health? Well, think again, because uh, a new study suggests that uh, the percentage of people who have good cardiometabolic health is vanishingly small. And I'm going to suggest that uh, we'll do the story a little later in the program. Uh, take a guess as to what percent of U.S. adults actually have good cardiometabolic health. I think you'll be surprised at the result. 877-726-8255. Okay, let's go. Uh, just when you thought it was safe to get back into the water, well, we got uh, shark bites in various places across the U.S., uh, a place where I do triathlons, uh, Smith Point. Uh, recently, a lifeguard had <laughs> a shark bite. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, maybe there are not enough sharks to pursue hundreds of athletes who are going to be a tri do a triathlon in just a few weeks over there. Hopefully, they'll uh, migrate somewhere else. Uh, but uh, also, that pertains to, to COVID, because just as we begin our vacation plans and our uh, restaurant and our get-together plans and getting on planes and getting on trains and going to hotels uh, and restaurants, well, it's starting to surge again. And that is due to the BA4 and BA5 variants of Omicron. And it turns out that... Um, well, all those boosters that we've been taking might be less than 20% effective after just a few months. 
U.S. test positivity, the seven-day average is now 17% for the U.S. overall. Higher in New York City, they're restoring the mask recommendations. Not a mandate, but uh, when you're indoors, they say you should be wearing a mask. And while uh, masks vanished for a while in the New York scene, now they're beginning to reappear. Um, so this study uh, suggests that... Uh, the vast majority of people who are getting COVID, they've probably already been vaccinated and they may have even been boosted uh, a first and second time for a total of four shots. Uh, an Italian review that just came out last week, uh, actually this week, uh, just a couple of days ago, an Italian review of COVID studies found that boosters restore vaccine effectiveness against Omicron initially, but that protection falls off quickly. COVID booster shots appear to be less than 20% effective against infection with the Omicron variant of the virus. Uh, so, yeah, it appears that um, the virus is mutating to evade the efficacy of shots and even medications. Uh, there's a study that looks at um, Paxlovid, the medication that recently was thrust into the limelight because uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci took it. He took it for a few days and he seemed to feel better and then he stopped taking it uh, as directed. It's only a five-day course and then uh, it came back with a vengeance. Uh, well, it turns out that uh, according to a study just out, uh, mutations in the SARS-CoV-2 virus uh, confer resistance to Paxlovid. Uh, so, yeah, it also seems that some of the medications that we're using on a, a test-to-treat basis, this was uh, touted, you know, just a few months ago, a new breakthrough. We have a couple of medications, molnupiravir and Paxlovid, because all you have to do is test, and then you can immediately get a prescription for medication, and uh, it's all going to be good. Well, it turns out uh, not particularly efficacious in light of the mutation. So we're dealing with a situation that's very analogous to the flu. Uh, the flu where we came up with medications like Tamiflu. Tamiflu initially a little bit effective, had to be taken right at the beginning of infection if taken a few days after you came down sick. By the time you finagled getting a prescription, uh, it might be too late. And uh, when it comes to the shot, the flu shot, notoriously poor at preventing the flu. Some benefits, no question, but uh, in terms of uh, full protection, uh, not a lot of protection going on. And so there's a lot of controversy about the childhood vaccines. The vaccine is now approved for toddlers. On June 18th, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, officially recommended Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines for all children between the ages of six months and five years. So uh, there's an article here uh, on Tablet Magazine uh, with uh, an interesting title. The CDC is breaking trust in childhood vaccination. With its unscientific push to vaccinate all infants and toddlers against COVID, the agency will harm vaccine uptake for more significant diseases. So what they're saying is that um, uh, just a couple of months ago, when the prospect for the arrival of the vaccine, you know, a lot of people say, I'm hoping that my kids can get vaccinated because they're going to be going back to school in the fall. And it turns out that 
Only 18% of surveyed parents reported that they plan to vaccinate their babies and toddlers. Uh, uptake in minors between the ages of 5 and 11 was only 29% receiving two doses. Uh, and that may be skewed by vaccine requirements. You know, parents didn't really want to do it, but in order to send the kids to sports events and camps and other activities over the summer, uh, that likely drove uh, a certain percentage of vaccination in this age group. Uh, there was also a recent editorial in The Lancet, uh, one of the world's foremost medical journals, expressing uncertainty whether the benefits of vaccinating 5 to 11-year-olds outweigh the risk. Nonetheless, nonetheless, the uh, CDC came out with a full-throated recommendation that all kids should be vaccinated. Uh, President Biden declared last week, this is a very historic milestone, a monumental step forward. The United States is now the first country in the world to offer safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines for children as young as six months. And there's an op-ed here in the Wall Street Journal. Why the rush for toddler vaccines? COVID was clearly a health emergency for adults in 2020, but by contrast, the urgency now feels political. Uh, Alicia Finley, who writes this op-ed, says the rushed FDA action was based on extremely weak evidence. It's one thing to show regulatory flexibility during an emergency, but for children, COVID isn't an emergency. I think uh, there have been a total of 80 deaths among children reported due to COVID, which is terrible. But nonetheless, does it merit the potential downsides of the vaccine, especially in kids who've already had COVID. And a very high percentage of kids have already had COVID. Some very mild infections, some noticeable, you know, a few days under the weather. Um, so the the details uh, are that uh, there's actually very weak evidence uh, for these vaccines. Uh, what they found is that um, approval for the COVID vaccines in infants and toddlers is based on two trials that looked at changes in antibody levels, which is, that's a, a blood test as an estimate of the potential effectiveness, but they did not assess actual protection from severe disease, hospitalization, or this multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, which is such a feared outcome of COVID that um, brought us to the point where we thought all kids needed to be vaccinated. So also uh, there was a, uh, a concerning uh, issue with the incidence of myocarditis. So, in other words, the trials enrolled only a fraction of the number of participants that would have been required to determine effectiveness against severe disease, hospitalization, and, and side effects like myocarditis. And the follow-up time after the second dose of Moderna and the third dose of Pfizer was only one to three months. So uh, the Moderna vaccine effectiveness against infection was not statistically significant for children between six months and two years. Nevertheless, they were the vaccines were approved. In the Pfizer trial, there was no evidence of efficacy for the first two doses against Omicron for this age group. And yet the government is pushing this. And uh, so <laughs> childhood vaccines, uh, we got a couple of young kids in our family and uh, they we're not pushing the vaccine for them. Now, the adults, yes, the adults have taken the vaccine. Some of them have been boosted. They're all in on that. They're okay with that. But for kids, the evidence is weak, and yet there's been a political push uh, 
to to urge all parents to get their kids vaccinated. I'm against it. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Are you concerned about high blood pressure? Meet Berkeley Life, a supplement that may help maintain better blood flow and a healthier heart. Berkeley Life is scientifically developed to boost nitric oxide, a signaling molecule that helps maintain a healthy cardiovascular system. If you're worried about blood pressure, try Berkeley Life. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. As an intelligent medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number. And in journalism, there is such a thing as a man-bites-dog story. Uh, every single day, uh, dozens, scores, perhaps hundreds of times, uh, people get bitten by dogs. No biggie. That's not going to make the headlines. But when the situation is reversed and a man bites a dog, that is newsworthy. And there's an analogy here when it comes to uh, vaccinating uh, kids for COVID. Uh, a lot of doctors uh, have been accused of misinformation when they question the efficacy of the vaccine. Uh, in fact, there's legislation in California to make it uh, potentially a crime and a grounds for having your medical license taken away if you uh, say something that kind of goes against the narrative that uh, everyone needs to be vaccinated and the CDC's recommendations for masking and so on, and now the CDC's recommendations that uh, toddlers get the shots. And so there's kind of a reverse situation going on in Florida. Pediatrician asked for advocating COVID vaccination in youngest kids. So that's kind of a reverse of a situation of uh, someone being fired or disciplined uh, or uh, delicensed because they're against vaccination. This one uh, was fired from the Board of Florida Public Insurance uh, for uh, 
advocating COVID vaccines in youngest kids. And she's really ticked off. She's Lisa Gwynn, president of the Florida chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics. She was notified last Wednesday that she'd been removed from her position on the board of Florida Healthy Kids Corporation, a public insurance provider for children. And you might say, why is that? Well, because Florida, because Ron DeSantis and because of his uh, health uh, advisor, uh, Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo, who said that healthy kids should not be vaccinated against COVID-19. That's in direct opposition to guidance from the CDC and other medical organizations like the American Association of Pediatrics. But it also is it's actually not such a wackadoodle opinion. It's an opinion that was shared in the pages of prestigious medical journals. They're just not sure that it's warranted to vaccinate all uh, children from uh, six months to five years of age, uh, that the benefits may be minimal, that the risks may be slight but real, and that the risks outweigh the benefits, and that we just didn't have enough time to evaluate the effectiveness of these vaccines and the safety of these vaccines because they were rushed into production and for political reasons uh, as an example of how zealous the CDC and the health authorities and the federal government are about stomping out COVID that we're pushing vaccines that may be minimally effective against the new variants. Um, a survey shows that one in five parents of children under age Five, that's 18%, are eager to get their child vaccinated right away, where a larger share, 38%, say they plan to reasonably wait a while to see how the vaccine is working for others. Uh, about four in 10 patients of, ch of children under five are more reluctant to get their child vaccinated. 27% say they will definitely not get their child vaccinated. 11% saying they will only do so if they are required. So uh, this uh, situation in Florida, I mean, look, Pediatricians, they're all about vaccinations. That's a lot of what they do. And uh, they're all in on efforts to vaccinate kids, and rightly so, because there's some devastating diseases out there that not enough kids are vaccinated against. But uh, we need to be selective about the vaccines that we administer to kids. And the science, I gotta say, just not that robust on the effectiveness and safety of vaccines for these little ones. So I'm going to stay on the sidelines for a while. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Do your current probiotics offer diversity? The primary goal of your probiotics is to help create and maintain a healthy gut microbiome. We often think more is better, but taking high doses of 50 or 100 billion probiotics can work against you. The most important factor is diversity, not quantity. Look for a formula that has multiple strains of probiotic flora expertly fermented to contain postbiotic metabolites, which have been shown to help digestive and immune health, our gut brain function, and more. The worldwide leader in fermented postbiotic health? Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, the number one probiotics in the world for direct delivery of postbiotics. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics uses a multi-year fermentation with 12 proven probiotic strains producing over 500 postbiotic metabolites. 
certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. So say no to quantity and yes to diversity. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, monkeypox. Yeah, let's let's get a little uh, monkeypox music here. Hit it. A little bit of uh, retro Elvis Costello. Monkey to man. Well, it appears that uh, monkeys uh, have uh, engendered uh, a little bit of a, a breakout of monkeypox across the world. And uh, while there may be uh, just a few hundred cases across the United States, uh, it appears to be making some uh, inroads. So, um, and as usual, <laughs> this has become a political issue. Why not? You know, COVID has been a political football. So uh, let's uh, make monkeypox uh, a political issue. The New York Times uh, has trumpeted the U.S. is losing its fight against monkeypox. The outbreak reveals flaws in our public health system. And what they're saying is that we didn't get enough early warning and we're not uh, queued up with uh, vaccines and medications and the availability of these is limited. And uh, it's literally swamping uh, the healthcare system in New York because uh, there's a big uh, LGBTQ community in New York. And um, monkeypox uh, has been prevalent in men having sex with men. So uh, it's a condition where you get these little pustules on your body. You feel crummy. And it's usually self-limited, but in people who have suppressed immune systems, it can be quite devastating. And I'm not even sure if there are any actual recorded deaths from monkeypox. Uh, monkeypox is kind of a weaker cousin to smallpox, which, of course, devastated the world's population for centuries. And it's interesting that a lot of us, especially older individuals, have received a smallpox vaccine. Uh, if you're not sure whether you have, uh, if you're over 50, because in 1972, 50 years ago, they discontinued routine smallpox vaccination. So under 50s did not get it. Over 50s are likely to have gotten it. Uh, the exception is people who come from certain foreign countries where they continued smallpox vaccination, uh, perhaps uh, throughout the 20th century, stopping maybe by the end of the 20th century or the early 2000s. Um, but, uh, if you have like a little dent in your shoulder and, you know, I'm looking at my, uh, left shoulder where the vaccine was administered and sure enough, there's like a little dent where I had my smallpox vaccination. The smallpox vaccine is 85% effective against monkeypox, but of course we're not administering the smallpox vaccine anymore. There are specific vaccines for monkeypox, but, uh, here's, an article in the New York Post, New York City Democrats blast Biden. The Democrats blasting a Democrat over monkeypox vaccine mess. Uh, they say we can't get ahead of it, so we're falling behind it. Uh, just get us the shots, Joe, say top Democrats running to represent uh, the Big Apple's LGBT community. It turns out there's a big uh, rugby scrim 
where uh, it's like uh, a bunch of candidates, uh, a half dozen Democrats are competing to represent the 10th congressional district, which stretches across large stretches of Brooklyn and lower Manhattan, uh, which are uh, centers of the gay community in the five boroughs of New York. And so uh, none other than former mayor uh, de Blasio, who's running for Congress in that district, uh, is saying, we have $2 billion in U.S.-funded vaccines sitting in a warehouse in Europe, and I urge the FDA to conduct an immediate inspection or grant one-time reciprocity to the completed EU inspection. So it's been approved by the EU, the European Union, but then we have to do our own inspection, the FDA. You know, it's like another layer of bureaucracy so we can get these vaccines to the people who want them as soon as possible. So it's kind of a choke point on these uh, vaccines. Uh, the centers are opening up in New York to administer the vaccines, but they're quickly running out of supplies. And that's because of um, bureaucratic snafus. Uh, uh, former Mayor de Blatio adds, it's now July, and this is a vaccine that's been around and approved since 2019, which just makes the FDA's poor planning around vaccine procurement procurement all the more maddening and outrageous. And then uh, other candidates chimed in. Lower East Side Councilwoman Carlina Rivera demanded the White House either immediately order an FDA inspection or accept the sign-offs from European legislation. It kind of makes sense because the you know EU is not unrigorous in its quality control. If they say it's good enough, you know, go for it. And uh, should the vaccine not be available um, and people contract monkeypox, they're... they're is a medication that has been authorized for use in monkeypox. And a lot of people, you know, are very fearful of this, that this is going to spread, this is going to be the next COVID. We're used to these alarms and, you know, how we, this is kind of like how we initially kind of ignored COVID and then it became a huge problem. And we're starting to think, oh my goodness, everybody's going to get monkeypox. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, it's not a respiratory virus. It's transmitted by physical contact or sometimes contact from surfaces. And uh, it's just not going to be that pervasive a problem, I predict. And besides, a, a considerable proportion of the population, over 50s, have immunity due to the smallpox vaccine that they may have gotten uh, over 50 years ago. All right. Uh, this item is something that uh, I'm happy to share with you. Congratulations to our longtime partner, Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic, on their 50th anniversary. Wakanaga has been committed to excellence for five decades. Their staying power is testimony to the quality and scientific rigor they bring to the field of nutrition. I'm especially impressed by their investment in research. They put their dollars on the line to validate the efficacy of products like their Kyotic line of aged garlic extract. I'm a longtime user and encourage my patients to take them as well. They produce excellent results for people with a wide range of health challenges, whether immune, cardiovascular, blood sugar, blood pressure, or cholesterol. It's got to be aged garlic extract, not just ordinary garlic. Kyolic aged garlic extract helps to maintain your health. To show their thanks, Wakanaga is having a 50th anniversary sweepstakes giveaway each month in 2022. You can visit drhoffman.com slash Kyolic to enter for a chance to win one year's supply of your favorite Wakanaga product. That's drhoffman.com slash Kyolic. No purchase necessary. Winner randomly drawn each month. Please see sweepstakes rules on their website at drhoffman.com slash Kyolic to enter for a chance to win. 
Congratulations again to Wakanaga on 50 years of superior quality nutritional supplements. Okay, um, the answer to uh, today's quiz, what percentage of adults have good cardiometabolic health? Well, we, we know that uh, Americans tend to be overweight, out of shape, they have high cholesterol, have blood pressure problems, they have uh, blood sugar problems. So they are not in the best of cardiometabolic shape. So would you say, would you say that a, a, a minority of Americans are in good cardiometabolic health? Well, that, that would be a good bet. You know, maybe what, you know, 30, 40%. Well, guess again, a lot of you probably got this wrong. Only 7% of adults have good cardiometabolic health in the U.S. The rating is uh, based on five components of heart and metabolic health. Only 6.8% of U.S. adults had optimal levels of all five components as of 2017-2018 and the, the latest years for which this was compiled. Because it takes a few years to compile these, these, these trends. Among these five components, trends between 1999 and 2018 also worsened significantly for adiposity, fancy word for excess body fat, and blood sugar. In 1999, one out of three adults had optimal levels for adiposity, no overweight or obesity. That number decreased to one out of four by 2018. So a vanishing minority of people who are not overweight or obese. Likewise, while three out of five adults didn't have diabetes or prediabetes in 1999, fewer than four out of 10 adults, only 40% were free of these conditions in 2018. So uh, they say it's deeply problematic. Um, they also looked at intermediate levels of health, not optimal, but not overt disease. Conditions like prediabetes, prehypertension, and just a little bit of overweight. A large proportion of the population is at a critical inflection point, they say. Identifying these individuals and addressing their health conditions and lifestyle early is critical to reducing growing healthcare burdens. And it's not just about uh, health, it's about impacts on national healthcare spending and the financial health of the entire economy. Uh, because these conditions are entirely preventable. They're public health and clinical interventions and policies and uh, personal responsibility that can help to address this. So they, they need things like incentives and subsidies to make healthy food more affordable, consumer education. Yeah, we're doing that here on Intelligent Medicine, but it needs to be more pervasive in schools and universities. Uh, and private sector engagement. Get the companies making all that junk to be more responsible and to provide healthier options and reduce advertising for food that is making us sick. Uh, according to the author of this uh, paper, this is a health crisis we've been facing for a while, and uh, we need to get on the case. 7%, that is outrageous. 877-726-8255, our number, and we'll be taking some of your phone calls momentarily here on Intelligent Medicine. Fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA and DHA, that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. 
If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. What's your age? That's A-G-E. Aged garlic extract, that is. For over 50 years, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been offering men and women of all ages and with different health concerns an odorless, organically grown, clinically researched garlic extract supplement tailored to their individual needs. Aged garlic extract formulas support optimal cardiovascular health, immune function, and many more specific health concerns like stress, blood sugar balance, high blood pressure, detox, anti-aging, inflammation, and brain health. Kyolic AGE's condition-specific products contain Kyolic's exclusive GMO-free garlic extract, which is aged up to 20 months, converting garlic's harsh properties into beneficial compounds. So what's your AGE? Visit your local natural health and wellness retailer and discuss which Kyolic AGE formula is best for you and your lifestyle. Kyolic aged garlic extract formulas are available at fine natural health retailers nationwide, also online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you, 877-726-8255, our number. That number is available to you 24-7-365. But we have a live caller, Diane from Scranton, Pennsylvania. How are you doing? Yep. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. So um, we're talking about heart health today. Wow, 7%. Um, I am a yeah, big terrible. Uh, supporter, by the way, of uh, kale with garlic. I've been taking it since the 80s. Recently, Good. I started having high blood pressure, and I started taking their uh, Formula 109, and mm-hmm. my blood pressure has come down the last couple of months. So Excellent. But I wanted to actually ask you, um, I have familiar hemiplegic migraine, which makes me very sensitive to Whoa. anything that... Uh, yeah. Well, so 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 let's describe what that is. You know, okay, okay, so it's familial, so it's a genetic thing. Other members of your family have it. Right. So it's a, it's a yep. rare condition. Hemiplegic migraine. That means like you get paralysis on one side? Yes, I get Whoa. numb hands, numb used to happen in my legs, but as I got a little older and uh-huh. Uh, sort of grew out of it a little bit. I don't have so many episodes, and naturally, I learned my triggers. But um, that's like yeah, a falling down, like a falling down headache. You you get weak in the on one side, and oh, you can't yeah. move. It's oh awful. my god! Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's I, I'm like it's like I got hit by a truck. Yeah. Um, and, and you, and you my, found that there's certain triggers for this, like what? Absolutely. Well, this is what I'm going to explain. In other words, um. Anything that uh, would naturally like help open blood vessels, yes. like for example, beets. Yes. I added some beets recently to yeah. my chicken soup. Yeah. I had such a whopping headache yeah. the next day. So, I can, can, can I explain for a second? Hold on for a second. Let me let me explain. Is that a lot of the medications that are used for migraines? I mean, just simple caffeine helps some people with my migraines. That's what's in a lot of the over-the-counter headache formulas. It's like aspirin or aspirin plus Tylenol plus caffeine, and so-called migraine formulas. The caffeine that's doing the job of constricting the arteries, and things that right. expand the arteries, which would normally be good, you know, like uh, beets 
or you know, God forbid, uh, you know, a guy takes Viagra and he's going to get a Viagra migraine or Viagra headache because it expands yeah. the blood vessels, which is the opposite of what you want. Okay, got it. And uh, even like resveratrol, chocolate, can't touch yeah. chocolate. Uh, yeah. You know, all these things. So, I mean, basically, I left with a big question, like, what am I supposed to do to really help my heart? I mean, naturally, I eat the foods, the garlic. Mm-hmm. The well, you're, so there are other things you can do. I mean, you, certainly you can take magnesium. Magnesium uh, is okay. not such a it, – it promotes circulation, but it's not a big vasodilator. And that's also uh, counteracts migraines. Uh, you can take uh, fish oil. Fish oil can be beneficial oh, for migraines, yeah. and okay. it's not going to promote uh, a migraine attack. Uh, you might try fever few. I mean, I'm not sure how you're going to tolerate that. Um, you know, you could also um, try, um, you know, there, there are other things that, that can be helpful here. Um, I take coenzyme Q10. Should be good. And, uh yeah, yeah. I do because there's something about the yeah. energetics of migraines, like this has to do with brain energetics. Riboflavin at high doses, uh, you know, you need 200, 400 milligrams of riboflavin. Oh. It's going to turn your pee very, you know, neon yellow, but that's okay. Uh, oh, that day? can be helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. you give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With how much magnesium? 400? Yeah, like 400, 600 milligrams of elemental okay. magnesium. You might try magnesium glycinate, uh, which is oh, less yeah. harsh on the GI tract. Okay. Give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. Those are some things yeah. to try. Well, thank so, you. so, hey, That's you know, uh, nice call. Thanks for sharing. Very interesting situation. Um, and uh, there are new migraine medications, by the way, and that may be something that you could take. They're injectable medications. They're expensive. But, you know, given that you have such debilitating attacks, it might be worthwhile. So check with your neurologist, the headache specialists or neurologists these days, and see if that's an option for you. Give it a shot. All right. Uh, if you're suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs, well, it could be caused by a nutritional deficiency that can be reversed. Certain nutritional deficiencies can impact nerve function and are a frequent cause of numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness because, hey, the brain's a big accumulation of nerves, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Zobria from O'Share Health, O'Share Health provides precision nutrition to quickly restore healthy nerve function. Zobria is a proprietary formulation with high-potency bioactive ingredients that work better than simple vitamins to target nutritional deficiencies that impair nerve function. Zobria is a safe effective, and clinically proven supplement that works with no side effects. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Zobria.com. That's Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. And so if you got nerve problems, numbness, tingling, burning or pain in your feet and legs, try it and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout if you go to Zobria, Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. All right. Uh, we're seeing more and more weight gain. And uh, I wrote an article about this uh, for next week's newsletter. Uh, it's not just about how much we're eating, how much we're exercising, because it turns out we're not exercising a lot less than we did 20 or 30 or even 50 years ago. Uh, in fact, more people are exercising more. And 
we're turns out we're not eating more calories, but the timing of what how we eat, it's it's how we eat, not what so much the amount we eat that may make a difference. Uh, an article here uh, from gutnews.com to your gut. What time you eat matters just as much as what you're eating. Uh, it turns out that uh, they did a study on mice, mice who were either allowed to eat food continuously or mice who had time-restricted feeding. In other words, they only had food available for a few hours during the day. And it turned out that uh, uh, the mice, who and they had exactly the same type of food, uh, mice uh, with uh, the time-restricted feeding had a healthier microbiome, a better balance of bacteria in their intestinal tract. And thus, that had an impact on their weight because the microbiome is an important mediator of how much weight we gain. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.